Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Catholic Reflections. My name is Catherine Baldwin. Tonight, we're going to dis- continue our discussion on sin. Uh, last night, if you joined us, we talked about the fact how sin has such a cold on our lives and how we prefer sin to the righteousness of God. And we discussed that aspect of sin. Now we're going to turn our attention tonight to the idea of the righteous versus the sinful. So let's go ahead and begin with our Mass readings today. Notice these all come from John. Children, let no one deceive you. The person who acts in righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous. Whoever sins belongs to the devil, because the devil has sinned from the beginning. Indeed, the Son of God was revealed to destroy the works of the devil. No one who is begotten by God commits sin, because God's seed remains in him. He cannot sin because he is begotten by God. In this way, the children of God and the children of the devil are made plain. No one who fails to act in righteousness belongs to God, nor anyone who does not love his brother. Responsorial Psalm tonight is, All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, the mountains shout with them for joy before the Lord. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. The Lord comes. He comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the people with equity. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. Alleluia, alleluia. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets. In these last days, he has spoken to us through the Son. Alleluia, alleluia. Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. John was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, Where are you staying? He said to them, Come and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. And it was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. Word of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, As we're seeing, our first reading comes from 1 John. Tonight, we're picking up where we left off last night with 1 John 3, verses 7 through 10. Last night, if you don't remember, we talked about the sinful 
and what the sinful do. And to refresh your memory, let's go back to last night's reading, and I will read for you the last verse. The last verse is, No one, remain, no one who remains in him sins. No one who sins has seen him or known him. That was the last words of last night's first reading. So now let's go to our, our reading for today. And we see we're talking about righteousness versus sinfulness. So obviously, we all know the story of how the devil happened. There was a, a battle in heaven. Some of the angels decided they were not going to obey God. They wanted to be like God in all things, so they had a revolt. And so what happens is God threw them out, and that's how the devil happened. So, uh, one part of this I want to interesting is no one who is begotten by God commits sin because God's seed remains in him. He cannot sin because he's begotten by God. In this way, the children of God and the children of the devil are made plain. No one who fails to act in righteousness belongs to God, nor anyone who does not love his brother. So, here, what is St. John describing for us? The works of the devil and the works of God. Those who are begotten in God and those who live sinful lives. And how do we tell them apart? Well, it's quite easy. We talk about righteousness. When we talk about the word righteousness, what does that make you think of? Righteousness is doing what is good and pleasing for the Lord, not doing anything to stray from his path. So the idea that John is, is trying to get us to understand is, do, you know, our lives in general, do, are we doing what is righteous before God? Are we begotten by him? Or are we doing what is of the devil, of his work? And what John is making very clear to us is you can see who's righteous and you can see who's not by their acts. It's very plain. It's very simple. It's right there to see. And what I find interesting about this is it fits so perfectly with yesterday's reading. Because first we talked about the fact of who is in God. People who don't sin. But now we're expanding on that idea. We're expanding on the idea because now we're talking about what does it mean to be righteous? We're, 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 we're going more in that, that area of what does it mean to be righteous? What does it mean to be righteous? Well, it means to be doing what is pleasing to the Lord and obeying His commandments and what He says of us. Now, to go on the other spectrum, to go on the other spectrum, you can easily say that if somebody lives for the devil, if he's sinful, then he's going to do sinful things. And again, the opposite of righteousness is sinfulness, as John is making point here. And he says, No one who fails to act in righteousness belongs to God, nor anyone who does not love his brother. Who fails to act in righteousness. What, I just, what did I just say? I just said the opposite of righteousness was sinfulness. And righteousness is living the life that God commands of us. Well, sinfulness is the opposite of that. Now, let's put this in our own day. Are we living righteously? 
That is the question that John, that St. John proposes to us today. Are we living righteously? Are we living a life that is worthy to be called Christian? Are we living a life that is worthy to call us children of God? And if we're not, then we need to change that. Yesterday, I talked about the idea of the hold on our lives that sin has. And how we seem to prefer sin to the glory that God has in store for us. Now, what does this mean for our lives? Well, it means that we prefer the world and its temporary effects to God and his lasting effects. You see where I'm going with this? And that's what St. John points out to us again tonight. He points out to us the idea that it's very easy to see who is being righteous, who is living righteously, and who is living sinfully. It's not hard. This is very clear, very straightforward. So what are we doing? Are we living righteously? Are we living the way that God requires? If we're not, we need to fix that. And not only that, what about other people? We're told that we need to correct those who are wrong. Read about the Acts and the Acts of the Apostles, the early days of the church. That was a constant thing. That Peter and John, they were all, the early disciples were always doing that. They were correcting errors. And we are called to do that when someone is sinning and they're living a sinful life. We are called on to correct them with love but firmness. We are called to correct them with love yet with firmness. And if they don't, if they do not accept your counsel, leave them be. You don't need to be in their company. It all ties very nicely into John, into St. John's uh, letter today to us. That it's not hard to see who is living a righteous life versus one who is not. And that's a warning for us too. If we're not living righteously, God's going to see that. He's going to see what you're doing. You can't escape it. So you might as well own up to it if you're not going to change. If you're not going to change anything, then fine. But do not waste my time. And don't waste God's time. Because he can live in you. But if you continually sin, if you're not living a righteous life, he will not dwell within you. Again, to ruffle some feathers about Protestants here... He's not going to live in something that isn't holy. He calls us to be perfect just as your heavenly Father is perfect. You know that long prayer that Jesus prays, I think it's in Luke, that they may all be one as you and I, Father, are one, and that they may be perfect just as your heavenly Father is perfect? That's not a suggestion, folks. That is not a suggestion. That is is a conforming to Christ objectively. 
This isn't a, oh, you know, I'll pick you up if you fall, because he will. But the thing is, if you continually do what you're doing, he will not help you. He is not going to help you if you do not intend to help yourself. So if you are living a life that is unholy, if you're not living righteously, but you do not change, God will not help you. You have to put in the effort for your own salvation. God doesn't just say, oh, you know, you've done this, that's fine. He doesn't. He expects change. And that's what Jesus asks of us, to live a righteous life. To live a life that is in conformity with what he taught and what he did. He left everything behind to die on the cross for us. Why can we not do the same thing to live for him? Why is that so hard? And why is it that some people take Christ as a fool? Because that's obviously what they're doing. They're obviously saying, oh, I'm going to believe in him, but I'm not going to conform my life. I'm not going to live righteously. I'm going to live for the devil. Those kind of people are very plain, just as those that are righteous are very plain to see. Which side are you on? Are you living in conformity with what he requires? And if you're not, you cannot call yourself a child of the Father. Because those who are righteous, there is no sin. They don't have time to sin. They are too busy focused on living out God's law for their lives. Ladies and gentlemen, to simply put it before I close, we have to make choices in our life. We have to make choices that need to reflect our heart. If our heart isn't in it, if our heart isn't in it to serve God, then we cannot call ourselves Christians. I will say it again, if our heart is not in it and we do not feel the need to live righteously, we cannot call ourselves Christians. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you for this time together. Thank you for allowing your word to pierce our innermost being. Help us to live a righteous and holy life that is pleasing in your sight. Let us never stray from the righteous path that you have put before us because it is intended for our salvation and for our good. May we ever be steadfast in living a righteous life that is pleasing to you. And may you give us the strength that no matter what comes our way, we will be conquerors because we have you as our guide. We ask this through Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As always, three different ways to reach me. My uh, Anchor app, if you have it, I would love to get a message from you. Uh, we're almost at 420 plays total for my podcast. That is pretty, in- it's pretty impressive.
when you think about how I just started this in August, and here we are almost at 430 plays, so I appreciate that. Uh, as always, like I said, the Anchor app, I would love to hear from you. My email address is so, there's c.soby, which is S-O-B-E-Y, 2394, at Yahoo.com. Mm, excuse me. And then there is... My newest one, which is c.baldwin1516 at gmail.com. Again, that's c.baldwin1516 at yahoo.com. I mean, excuse me, gmail.com. And then there's my Facebook page, uh, Catholic Flexions, what the mass readings mean for us today. As always, I would love to get a comment from you on any of these, on the, any of these um, ways. Love to hear from you guys. Thank you, as always, for listening. It is very insightful to see that I'm getting so many people enjoying my podcast so thank you as always thank you all for all of your support i love you each and every one of you and i pray for each and every one of you may god richly bless you in your life god bless you and good night bye-bye